it's the Thanksgiving weekend. And a lot of people I've noticed, and you probably noticed this as well, it's just not as heavy the traffic on the roads right now. And I think a lot of people have gotten out, you know, they're heading up north. They're getting out and they're going to their cottages. And one of the things that people love to do is see the fall colors and get out into nature. If you don't have access to a cottage, if you are not going away, because, uh, you know, a, a ton of us live in the city. More than 80% of Canadians live in cities and urban areas. We don't have access to the great outdoors like people, you know, that are farther up out in the country do. Or do we? Actually, Dan Krause joins us. He is a national con- conservation biologist. He's with the Nature Conservancy of Canada. And uh, he is joining us about the fact that actually we in the GTA have some pretty amazing unspoiled areas of nature right here in our backyards welcome to the show dan thanks kelly i know that it is great to get out into nature on a daily basis i am spoiled i have a i've married into a family with a nice plot of uh, farmland and we go there daily to walk the dog but it, it does do something for our health what are the uh the the health benefits of getting out into the great outdoors you know, the, the Nature Conservancy of Canada, uh, we were at an event on uh, this Tuesday in Toronto where we had different speakers talking about the benefits of, of nature. Uh, and one of the speakers was Dr. Melissa Lem, and she did a great job talking about some of the clinical evidence that nature is actually very, very important for our health. And just spending 20 or 30 minutes a day in nature can actually do a lot to reduce our stress uh, and really improve both our physical and our mental health. And I think at the Nature Conservancy Canada, we're really interested in people wanting to connect with nature because we know that if we want to protect nature, both within our cities and across our country, we need people to, to value their connection to our natural world. You've just released a top 10 nature hotspots for conservation in Toronto. And I was a bit shocked to see some of them. And I thought, well, I've never been to this area. So here in the city of Toronto, you can get out into some uh, pretty primo green space and it's right in your backyard. Give us a list of the top 10 and some of the... The, the interesting factoids about these areas. Yeah, so, so what we did is uh, we used a lot of the same tools that the Nature Conservancy of Canada applies outside of cities to identify important areas for nature conservation, but we, we, we use those within the city of Toronto. And it was actually quite easy to come up with 10 areas that are important for protecting habitats and species. And these are places where it's not just important from a city perspective, but some of these places are actually uh, pro- supporting habitats and species that are nationally or even globally rare. So a a few of the the highlights, uh, High Park was one of the the key areas. Um, The reason why we identified High Park was because it actually has oak woodland and savanna. So at one time there was this band of a really kind of prairie habitat with these scattered oak trees that went right through the city. And most of that is gone, but one of the best places left is is High Park. And that, that type of vegetation community, this oak with like lupin and prairie grasses growing underneath it. It's actually a a globally imperiled habitat, but we can find it right here in our city. And it's a great place to also check out the the fall colors. Yeah, 109 acres of the uh, woodland. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. There's the Rouge Valley, which I think a lot of people know is, is Canada's first urban national park. What is so fantastic about that area? Well, it's certainly a very large area. 
Um, you know, it's a great example of how we have natural areas in the city that aren't just restricted to the city, but places like the Rouge Valley extend, you know, up into the Oak Ridges Moraine. And they're key areas for not just moving water, but also wildlife through our through our city. So large areas, several um, endangered species that, that occur there and another great place to get out and enjoy the, the fall colors. If you're a big birder, this is great for you because there's over 250 different species of birds that have been observed there. I always I'm uh... A big fan of owls and woodpeckers, and you have red-headed woodpeckers. Yeah, you know that that is one of the species that that uh, you can see, and you know people may be surprised that um, birders have actually observed a, a greater number of bird species in the city of Toronto than places like Point Pelee National Park, wow. which is sort of a world-renowned birding birding site. Now, certainly, there's a lot of birders in Toronto. Um, which helps, but there's also a lot of birders at, at Point Pelee National Park. But I think it really speaks to the diversity of habitats that are within the city. Uh, when you combine you know, everything from some of the forested areas like Rouge, some of these, these savanna habitats like High Park, and then, of course, the, the coast of Lake Ontario, where you get this incredible diversity of, of ducks and uh, water birds and shorebirds that use that kind of habitat. So you've released the top 10 nature hotspots for the for conservation in Toronto. We went through High Park, the Rouge Valley. They're no-brainers. We know that's, that green space is there. Where is the most uh, unlikely spot? You know, I, I, I think there, there's a couple. And what what's really interesting that's happening in, the, in all of our Canadian cities is there's actually these really large ecological restoration projects where we're, we're consciously trying to bring nature back to our city. So, you know, Tommy Thompson Park is one of those places where the Leslie Spit, originally not really built for nature, it's lake fill, so material that was dumped in the lake. But that's actually now a very important area and probably the best spot in the city to, to look for birds. Uh, and the other really interesting one is is a, an area called the Meadow Way, which is a restoration project where uh, it's a 16-kilometer-long hydro right-of-way that traditionally has just been mowed underneath it. Uh, but they're actually restoring that to a to a meadow and, and shrub thicket habitat, which is going to be really important for some species of birds that are declining, but also it's going to create this huge pollinator corridor right within our city. A lot of people have time off and they're going to be spending, you know, the Thanksgiving weekend with friends and family. And a lot of people like to get out and get into the great outdoors and, you know, take a walk with their loved ones. Uh, it's a great way to, you know, catch up and also just to get out and enjoy the outdoors. If people are going to take advantage of some of these top 10 uh, spots in the city of Toronto, what do you recommend that they keep in mind? So a a couple of things. I think the first one is that recognizing that we can find the great outdoors right in our city. For for a long time, I think we've we've kind of told people that they need to leave the city to find nature, but we really do have some amazing places for nature right within our city. Um, I think the other kind of interesting thing that's happening is that there's new technology that can help you to identify the species that you that you find. One of my favorite that I have on my phone is an app called iNaturalist. Uh, which if you download that app, you can actually take a picture of a, a plant or an insect and it'll help you to identify what I'm, that is. And iNaturalist. I'm all over it because I found some interesting species and I'm like, what is this? iNaturalist. Yeah. That is such a great idea, that app. But what do you have to keep in, in, in mind? Don't leave anything that you brought in. Make no, sure you're respecting the environment. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, these these are places and some of these are of national or even global importance that we protect them. And, you know, you're not just a resident of your city, you're you really can kind of participate in protecting these important areas. And hopefully that can be a gateway for uh, an interest and a passion in protecting nature across our country. I always think the best gift you can give to a kid is to get them out in nature, get them out camping, get them out walking, just get them in touch with, you know, getting down there and looking at the the minutia of what happens, you know, in this small, uh, just get right down to the to nitty gritty of what's going on in the ground. And I think that that really will in it, it, it instills a respect. Absolutely. And, you know, there's more and more evidence that exposing our children to nature um, will make, will make them better people. It makes them healthier uh, and it makes them happier in the long term. And so as adults, we really do have that responsibility to make sure that our kids are, are finding nature and, and they can find it close to home and um, in many places in Toronto. Dan, where do we find the uh, list of the top 10 places to go? Uh, if you just visit our, uh, our website at Nature Conservancy of Canada, uh, you can find it on there. Thank you so much. Have a great uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Okay, you too. Thanks, Kelly. Cheers. That's Dan Krause, who is a a biologist with the uh, Nature Conservancy of Canada. It's Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.